Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. Welcome, everyone, to this Believe in NFL Draft Prospects podcast spotlight interview edition with Ryan Roberts, Rise and Draft on Twitter, bringing you everything and anything you need to know for the 2021 NFL Draft and beyond. Thankful to have this new edition here of the Believe in NFL Draft Prospects podcast. If you haven't checked it out yet, I make sure I beg you. I don't want to beg you. I implore you to go back and check out of some of the previous episodes where me, Joe, and Alex have been diving in to some of the best prospects to look forward to for the 2021 cycle. Uh, also, I am the scouting coordinator at NFLDraftBible.com if you want to go take a look at the site over there as well. Have with myself here today a very special football player on the Division II level out of Concordia University in St. Paul. we got Mr. Chris Garrett, who is... A sack artist, I think that's the best way to term him, 36 and a half sacks, uh, two-time All-American selection. Really excited to have Chris on today with with everything that's been going on. I know he's been navigating the best of his ability. He's had a tremendous career over there at Concordia. So I'm going to welcome in now Chris Garrett, uh, defensive end, pass rush specialist, whatever you want to call him. My guy's getting after the quarterback. Chris, again, man, appreciate you coming on today. And uh, just looking forward to diving into your story a little bit here, man. Oh, yeah, great to be here. To talk with you guys a little bit, with you a little bit, yeah, absolutely, man. So take me through real quick, Chris. I know it's you know we talked a little bit before we started about the crazy off season. I know there's a decision that you had to make ultimately with a lot of things getting delayed and everything with the coronavirus going around, pandemic, you know, everything just getting shut down. What has this off season been like for you, and and what have you just been doing to? Stay ready and, um, you know, just work towards that ultimate dream of playing professional football for you. Yeah, man, this offseason has been crazy. And it's really just taught me that you just you got to find a way, regardless of circumstance, you got to find a way. So through this offseason, I just kind of focus on the things that um, the the scouts and a lot of the, that feedback that I've been giving, focus on those things like that they've been um, – telling me to work on so most of that is just my ankle flexibility overall flexibility I've been doing yoga and things like that and just working on my overall strength too so yes COVID's been crazy but I've been maintaining and getting better absolutely man I I know you recently you know made that decision that all sites are firmly pointed now to 2021 NFL draft and you know making that 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 push here now because obviously you've been a guy that has been very, very productive over your career. I mentioned the 36 and a half sacks, um, almost 50 tackles for loss, two-time All-American. For you, what what ultimately, Chris, went into the decision to officially, you know, get kind of just set your sights on the NFL draft and then ultimately chase that dream that you have? Yeah, um, all I can tell you is that I just know time. Like sometimes you just you get that feeling and you – um, 
you know the things you've already done and it's just time to move on to the next level and see see how I do there. And I'm, I'm confident in myself, my abilities, the feedback I've been get, getting. And I'm just, I feel ready. And, I'm, and I know I'm going to put in the work in to, to reach the goals that I want to. Hey, awesome. And I wanted to take you back real quick, Chris, because I, I usually like to ask about, you know, as like a season preview type of thing, obviously with everything going on, just want to know a little bit about Concordia University, St. Paul. Obviously you chose um, to to attend the school and be a, a very good ambassador for the school, obviously with making this push. Coming out of Wisconsin Lutheran, I, I see originally, talk to me a little bit about why Concordia was was the best fit for you and just what made that a special place for you during your career so far. Yeah, so coming out of high school, I didn't have all the looks. Teams were interested in me, and then they just offered me walk-ons. And Coach C over at Concordia, he uh, he said, you can help change the culture here. And and you can make it from a division two team too. So I'm taking that and um, wanting to be a part of something great. I, I went to St. Paul and um, yeah, it's it's been great. Like it was great there. Um, the brotherhood, everything that we're building there, centering everything around Christ, everything that you can ask for in a in a school, and they've helped me get to the level that I'm at now. And I couldn't be more pleased with their um, just them helping me out in the ways that they did. And, and when you take a second, Chris, just to look back at, at everything that you were able to accomplish, you know, I, I feel like I keep saying the 36 and a half sacks in three years is obviously an incredible number, almost 50 tackles for loss. You had the two all Americans, you were Harlan, Harlan Hill trophy nominee last year, 15 uh, forced fumbles, which is a division two record. Uh, for career force fumbles in only three years, when you have a chance to just kind of, you know, take a step back and appreciate for a little bit just the things you were able to accomplish at the school, what are just some general thoughts and how how much of a blessing is the the things that you were able to accomplish during your time at Concordia? Yeah, it's it's a huge blessing. Just looking back on, um, obviously there were some some things that I wish we could have accomplished as a team, but individually as a lot of those stats breaking those records um it's just honestly I couldn't even imagine like I can't even imagine it any other way and then you know Zach Moore he went to the league for my school and breaking his sack record was was just like one of the greatest moments I've ever experienced and honestly all of just being at Concordia and the whole um atmosphere surrounding it is just was just a blessing and I I'm glad I made the decision to go there. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's it's certainly paid off with the the you know historic historical context that your career is going to kind of stay with that school. Everyone's going to talk about Chris Garrett for a long time, some of the things you were able to accomplish. Now that you know you are taking this step forward, you know, from an NFL draft perspective, because I've been I've had the opportunity to see you a little bit. I have a pretty you know solid opinion of what type of player you are. But for the people that aren't familiar with you yet, just describe yourself as a football player a little bit and what you think make you a successful player on the field. Yeah, I'm I'm explosive. I get off the ball quick. Um, I'm a I get after the quarterback. I just got a knack for getting to the ball. Um, and I'm, I'm willing to do whatever it takes to succeed, whatever that looks like. And um, right now I'm training to play in space a little bit more because I didn't do it as much in, in 
college. So I'm I'm ready to like I'm the type of player to just whatever wherever you need me, that's where I'm gonna be. So. Mm-hmm. I love it, man. And you mentioned that a little bit playing in space. I'm assuming, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, have um, some of the, the uh, reviews of you as a player from the from the higher circles, the scouting circles, are people interested in you maybe potentially also playing in a 3-4 system where you're playing that outside linebacker role and probably a little bit more space than just having your hand in the dirt all the time? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So a lot of teams see me in that 3-4 that, that look and – Mm-hmm. So I've been training a lot just to try to be in space because I know it's like to have my hand in the dirt. And, you know, I'm thinking at the next level, I'll, that'll present itself also. But um, playing in space is something that uh, a lot of the scouts have told me thus far I'm going to have I have to know what I'm doing when I'm there. And I feel pretty comfortable mm-hmm. right now. And what is, what is like a, a daily um, maybe training regimen for, for that attribute, right? Because like I always think of – and, you know, I played linebacker, so like I get it to a degree. But being a guy that was, you know, mostly used, as you said, the majority of the time rushing the passer, what are some things on a daily basis that you're doing that is going to help to um, improve your comfortability, you know, playing in space and maybe it'll do some things in coverage and, you know um, – you know, uh, shooting gaps over top and, and you know, containing play, plays outside in space? Like, what are some things that you've been doing specifically? Yeah, so I've been working on lateral movement. Um, I hit on flexibility. That's key, like the ankle flexibility, being able to um, bend my hips a little bit more, you know, learning how to flip my hips, things like that. There's a lot of things that I'm starting to work on and is a part of, like, that everyday regimen and things that are really going to help me be successful. And I, I know a lot of teams, Chris, when they, they have an opportunity to talk to you, they're going to ask you a little bit about just how much film you study, right? Because I'm sure that the the workout habits you are going to pr- you know be pretty easy to see with the body type and just how you're moving in, in space when you're going to go to those you know combine drills or pro day drills whenever that happens. But for you, uh, that that film study aspect of everything how what, what is your your just your thoughts towards it? And are there some players that maybe you might gravitate towards a little bit and try to take some things from their game yeah so yeah film study is huge it's like it's huge that's that's all i can say about it like you get the answers to um to the test basically and you know your opponents you get to um know learn tendencies and i i take it very seriously when i'm watching film and Yes, like a player that I love to watch is TJ Watt because that's the position that uh, teams see me playing, and that's that's a player that I can see me modeling my game after. So I watch him a lot, see how what he do against certain opponents and certain teams, and um, yeah, TJ Watt is one of those big those guys that I see myself modeling my game after. And, and I, I'm not sure what the training uh, regimen as far as like who you're training with. You have plans on where you'll be training, a facility, a trainer, that type of thing? Yeah, I'm, I'm tra- uh, training with Brad at Next Level Fitness. He actually trained the, the Watt brother, brothers and some other guys, Kevin Zeitler and other guys that came out of Wisconsin and all over the place, honestly. It's pretty good. Well, that's, well, that's awesome. That, that's, that's a uh, – very reputable. That's a, that's a uh, that's a great thing to hear, man. You know, all those Wisconsin guys are getting taken care of for sure. I, I, I know 
and this might, you know, I don't, I don't want to, you know, sway anybody here, but you being a Wisconsin guy, is, is it, is it uh, maybe safe to say that a Green Bay Packer future might be something that you've been thinking about for a long time, or is, or is there not like a fandom kind of aspect to it? Hey, if the, the Green Bay Packers want me, I'm, I'm going. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a Packer fan, but at this point, it's whoever want me the most. I'm, I'm going. I'm picking up everything and going. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and I, I, I love to hear the, uh, the passion. Obviously, Chris, that you talk about with football, I can tell that it's probably been something that has been a dream of yours for a long time. Can, can you just speak to the fact of what, what the dream will be like that moment that you finally become a professional athlete, and just how long has that overall been a dream for you that to play professional football and make a living playing a game that I'm sure you've loved for a long time now. Yeah, so back when I was like 12, me and all my brothers, we just like, wow, I th- we all sat down and we kind of just thought like, hey, I think we can I think we can do this. And, you know, we're pretty young. We don't know how we're going to turn out. And it was just a, a dream at that point. And then, you know, when I got to college, starting to put up some of the numbers and doing some things that I didn't, I never thought I could do, um, it started to become more like, Hey, all right, this is this is serious. You you this close and you can actually do this. And even now, like kind of sitting back and realizing like I'm I'm this close to my dream. Like, you know, one of the biggest dreams I've ever had is like having a family, but this is like the second biggest dream, like making it to the league. And I'm this close and uh God willing, I'm I'll fulfill that dream. Absolutely. And kind of the last question I want to ask you, Chris, is you talked a little bit about the dream, right? What it's going to mean to you for a team, though, you know, just kind of looking forward here. The moment that Chris Garrett enters their building and enters their organization, what type of player and maybe more importantly, what type of person are they getting ultimately in you? Yeah. So as a player, you're going to get somebody that's that's going to work harder than the average Joe. I'm I'm going to push other players. And I'm a selfless player. I'm going, um, I'm just, I'm a leader. That's, that's just who I am. I don't know any other way. Um, and then just, you know, as a person, you're, you're going to get a, a person who loves the game through and through is going to do everything he can to, to stay in the game and push his game to the next level. I love it. Again, I have Mr. Chris Garrett, defensive end, outside linebacker from Concordia University, St. Paul, now 2021 NFL Draft Prospect. This is Ryan Roberts again with Believe in NFL Draft Prospect Podcast. Chris, thanking you again, man, so much for taking some time today. It was a pleasure to get a little glimpse into your backstory a little bit and what we should be looking for uh, moving forward here, man. I'll definitely be rooting for you, and I wish you out the best of luck with this uh with fulfilling this dream and this journey i know it's exciting times for you right now yeah thanks ryan i appreciate you taking the time out to talk to you without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. 
with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.